Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. Ooh, boy. This, specifically this. Yep, here Precisely we go. Precisely this thing. This is uh, what it's come to. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. We've been... we got a movie Sometimes there. you can go to the movies, uh, you get that sense that anything can happen. You could be seeing uh, anything. If you like escapism in your movies... And <laughs> just a fan fantasy world that you can escape into. I mean, jeez, hold on. <laughs> Detain I wasn't. Your I wasn't talking about that. I'm saying uh, the power of, to go into a movie not knowing what might be about to happen. Yes, I see. And be more surprised than you can imagine, and just get to sit there in a dark room with your mouth open for two hours, mm. not knowing where this is taking you. The movies are back, people. Specifically, <laughs> Titan oh, is in theaters now. Uh, apparently, it's in theaters. I don't know anybody else that's seen it. Uh, we were the but only we ones had, to see it. But every single theater in, in town was carrying it here. Yeah, it was this, it's a French film. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, taken the, the world by storm, critically. Is uh, that a, is that a, is no, it really it's, a, it's won the, uh, the Palme oh, d'Or at Cannes. Yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, so there's a chance this movie... Winning the Palm Door could be this year's Parasite. Exactly. Where like a bunch of seventy-five-year-olds are seeing a Korean. I want to say like, the, uh, yeah. slashing a, a classism thriller. That's exactly what's about to happen. So Except of, instead, instead of a class thriller, this is more like a car serial killer. It's like a body thriller. horror. Uh, body horror. <laughs> serial murder, violent movie. Yeah. Uh, about two desperate lost people. Mm. And octogenarians are going to be seeing it and kind of asking themselves questions that they don't know the answers <laughs> to afterwards. And my parents are going to yep. ask me about it the I way think... they asked me about Korean cinema in a couple of years ago. Yeah, this is going to be the kind of movie where there are going to be signs up because this is going to be uh, an Academy Award <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, this entry was, from This was from France. France's official what submission. So, yeah, there's going to be signs at the local theater like no refunds after 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get you're going to get those printed out warnings saying this contains thematic elements. <laughs> this we've, is cinema, folks. I've been to in the last at least, you know, couple years. I remember seeing the Suspiria remake. Mm. Uh, yeah. In 2018 in a theater and what a the first big body horror scene that happened. There was a couple in their 60s that stood up and they casually walked mm. up the aisle, walked out, and never came back. They were gone 25 minutes into Suspiria. Right. And you're like, but this was a movie enough. that was they probably saw in the paper that it was four stars mm-hmm. from a critic that they have no idea. They don't know what this four stars means. They find their movies a different way. Yeah. This is nominated for awards. We're going. Well, they loved Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this guy's new picture is out. <laughs> the new Guadagnino is playing at the multiplex, honey. And so we are going to get a bunch of uh, old couples really walking into something in Titan, and I'm here for it. It is going to get awards, and it should get awards. And this is one of those movies where I knew nothing about, but I think even if I did know 
what I was walking into, I would still be left like caught off guard. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing some spoilers for this one for sure. But... Go out of your way to see this movie. The problem is I don't know if you can see this movie. I have so many friends around the country that told me it's playing nowhere near them. I think it's getting on the streaming. We, it's going stream. I, I think cool. it's finally going to get on digital. Is it that $20 streaming or actually? Uh, anyway, we'll find I out. I, I, don't but I don't know. We had it in so many theaters that I have to assume it's because in Sonoma County, we, we fuck cars hard. <laughs> They knew exactly who to appeal this movie to. Guys, the test you... market. We don't get any of the weird KFC products <laughs> or the weird Slurpee flavors. Like, you know, Indiana gets that. Oh, Somewhere yeah, in the yeah, Midwest yeah. gets that. But we get the car fucking because they know what we coastal hey, elites this like. This is a American graffiti town over here. Yeah, you know? baby. They knew. They know where the cars are. Yeah, if you guys like cars, I mean, like, like, like cars. This is the this movie is the place to go. Yeah, and the movie to see. So, Charlie, you and I, <laughs> yes, we're a couple of car guys. Love cars. We're a couple of you big car me. nuts. Now, my <laughs> I'd say I'm a lug specific nut. gearhead obsession though begins and ends with movies. Exactly. Yes. I do oh, yeah. not notice any other automobile in my day-to-day life to the point of I'm a threat behind the wheel. <laughs> Yet in a movie, and there's a cool car, I am just sitting there like, man, these cars are just really cool. I don't watch F1, not watch oh, a no. NASCAR, do not oh, follow God. anything. Have you ever any tried to watch related. a NASCAR race? My father is a huge NASCAR <laughs> fan that used to of, tape and catalog. A lot NASCAR of Saturdays fans. in so, my household, too. So a lot of Saturday-Sunday car races for hours of the day. And but in a movie, yeah. In a movie, man, give me all the car stuff. We've we've done a lot of car stuff lately. I get so amped for cars in a movie, and then I just forget they exist the second I'm done. In this movie, it's a real car picture. This is one yeah. for the gearheads. This is this movie is <laughs> the same kind of experience that this is a David Cronenberg car movie. Oh man. It's established that Cronenberg's a car nut. He's a uh-huh. car guy. His car movies are great. The guy knows how to put an automobile on the screen but they're kind of dirty they're dirty and this (laughs) this is like titane is christine made by cronenberg with vengeance is mine Mm. as the backbone like because we love christine yeah christine we're the high we're high votes on christine it's one of our go back and listen to that just to hear us gush about christine i like car horror car Car horror horror. works me i love the car Sure, give me sure. James Brolin, man. When that car flies through a whole double-wide trailer, I'm going to want to see bless that. It. Yeah. I don't know how it works. It's a cool car flying through a trailer in the dead of night. I love Christine. Where Christine refused to go and only could imply, <laughs> we never saw Arnie. Well, we almost get it. We he get, gets a couple uh, of finger blasts right in at, at the end. end. But we never see Arnie, Arnie just like on the axle, just like giving it to christine yeah that's true it kind of winks that like you guys know they're probably fucking right (laughs) like the friends almost are outright saying it right yeah oh yeah and it's obvious titane gives us that but it's important to note in all seriousness you're going to hear a lot about (laughs) car fucking (laughs) when this movie hits a wider crowd you're only going to hear about people who fuck cars yeah yeah it's gonna be That's talked only part about of this everywhere experience this movie is not about the car fucking it right. is both entirely about it and so much more <laughs> you are only gonna hear about that part of it 
it's a lot more than that. It's a lot bigger than that, and it's a lot more powerful than, oh, yeah, the movie with the car fucking. <laughs> yeah. This is so, one of those movies that takes you in such unexpected directions. This, is, this I really movie has no left idea me what, in my thoughts and feelings for a couple weeks now. Yeah. This movie is such one of those... It's the same kind of emotional reaction that I have to like a My- Michael Haneke film, mm-hmm. where it some parts it feels unsatisfying, and other parts are like an unwelcome mirror that he's like, "Well, what about you? What would right. you have done?" And you're like, "Yeah, I get. It. I, we're all bad people, I guess. Great. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thank you for exploring that. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so sometimes it's annoying the ways that it confronts uh, human nature, and. Uh, other ways, it, it's tough to handle characters who are not necessarily likable mm. and maybe might not be monsters. Yeah, but there's been some really undeniably fascinating movies about empty people, and we recently covered Vengeance is Mine, which is a pre- probably one of our more obscure yeah, episodes yeah. we've done. But and a tough movie to love, like an undeniably great movie that's tough to love with a yeah with a kind of so, like you said soulless main character like just a, what we have here with there's no closure it's tough for people to really on a mainstream basis enjoy a movie with no closure mm-hmm. <laughs> or an unsatisfying conclusion because they're not always going out dynamite so when you get somebody that you can't relate to in any way for a long movie it's hard yeah and i probably haven't thought as much about a movie as I've thought about Detain in several months. Well, so our main character is Alexia. Alexia, Let's yeah. Let's talk about her a little who bit. Who the movie establishes right away that oh, weird kid. This is a this is a tough child. <laughs> so going I assumed from just from our opening scene of this monster situation for a parent where kids just making atonal humming <laughs> noises in the back seat of your car during a stressful work day. Yeah. And then starts kicking your seat violently, your worst eleven-year-old nightmare possible, and then unbuckles themselves from their seat. Just a nightmare oh, no. car trip. No, 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 for no. a kid. My God, just, just already this movie is just the most stressful thing for me because yeah. I think it's is this a we need to talk about Kevin kind of movie? Is that what we're getting? We kind of do, uh-huh. but in this bit. crazy neon-soaked it, sci-fi... It, this movie is what happens if they never did talk about Kevin. Yeah, if they if just, they just Kevin ignored... Grow up, yeah. This is... Uh, Kevin would turn into this. That's actually... <laughs> that's right? actually an excellent take. <laughs> no joke, because that... Is, instead of focusing so much on Kevin, they just assumed Kevin was doing fine. Well, because... Yeah, this is a family that clearly does not like each other. The dad does not care for this daughter. Yeah. They get into an accident when the kid starts fucking around. <laughs> The, the kid, kid has just to get being a, an, an ass. The kid has to get the titular tatane plate in her right head. out of the right out the middle of this movie. You are oh. getting this gruesome head surgery, yeah. and this movie is so yeah, captivating in all of its different ways. It can still shock this director, Julia Decornu, is Sounds she right caused right. like a big controversy a few years ago with Raw. Mm-hmm. That movie was the one that just showed Ruffled up on Netflix on a Friday. Oh, is that what ha- it was <laughs> yeah, just on Netflix? This movie's just been on Netflix for five years. Oh, nice. Raw's just been there. I gotta check it out. And it's the same thing. It was one of those that you heard about people throwing up during screenings, Ooh. test screenings. So this woman knows how to deal, like Cronenberg, because it's going to get comparisons to that too, deservedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knows how to deal with flesh. <laughs> this movie has a lot of human palpable pain. A lot of 
uh, yeah. dysmorphic qualities and a lot of body fear, body terror. And it's scary, man. That's scary because you don't know where it's going to go because this movie establishes several times throughout that it will go places. It will go to unexpected violent And it's lakes. not going to explain to yeah. you where or why it's doing so. It's you just such, have to figure it out. It's such an impressive combination of great editing, not telling us the full story, giving us info. That's had to be inspired from Vengeance is Mine, hmm. where you're spending the first act of this movie wondering, well, what's the reason he's killed these specific people? Why is he doing this? Because you're seeing these glimpses, just scenes throughout his day as he's coming across new people to kill. Right, right. It's a while before you realize, like, now one day he was existing and then decided, oh, I guess today's the day. Hmm. It's very unsatisfying, but the human brain wants to know why. And so, yeah, once we build up to this person deciding to suddenly just, well, you know what? We've had enough. But the way she chooses to edit around there. So mm-hmm. we're getting some piece of the puzzle. The first time I saw this movie, I felt like I was rushing to catch up everything that was happening yeah yeah for almost the entire length of the movie Mm -hmm. rushing to because they were just giving us some glimpses and not a ton of basic explanation which is satisfying yeah it's a slow reveal for almost every kind of aspect of this movie yes um yeah after we get this opening so compelling every step of the way i think that's what makes it compelling is that it it doesn't uh yeah it hooks you in with this kind of stuff yeah. So, uh, yeah, after the opening scene where it's the kid getting this brutal plate touch, the stuck big in plate, their head, big titanium, dead head. stare at the dad the whole time. That dad was one of just the hardest. Mean facing the kid back. God, that was a tough scene. Just uh, this kid with a huge halo on her shoulders, yeah. her hair shaved, this gory scar, the seashell on the side of her head that's never going to, mm-hmm. that's going to be her part of her identity for the rest of her life. And just mean mugging the dad. This is an ugly relationship already, yeah. and they're only 11 years into it, less. The one thing the kid does like is the car. This the kid, kid hugs and kisses the car on the way out of the hospital. So I, I and used, then we cut to credits. I used to work with a guy. Uh, he was a vendor for, for us at a company I worked at that went through a brain surgery because he became a different person one day. He didn't remember anything about his past life, but he remembered details that his wife had never heard him talk about before. Whoa. Something just clicked in his brain one day, and he became a different dude. And then after three years of it getting progressively deeper into this state, they did a neck surgery. There was some tiny tumor that had swollen just enough that it pressed a little bit on his brain and made him remember his whole life totally differently. Whoa. So I knew this kind of thing can happen yeah you know this kind of thing their slight injury to your head can alter something that remember that makes you live life a totally different way this alexis and when alexia comes out because you could tell alexia nobody that loved cars to the degree alexia would would have been kicking at those seats the way that kid was (laughs) and disrespectfully climbing all over those seats that's true she She came out of that brain surgery with a newfound appreciation of that automobile that's i did not ever think of that it's like she weirdly viewed the automobile as the thing that saved her from a reckless death (laughs) yeah for making her who she was because the way that kid has this immediate weird correct this was one of those where I was so excited at that point. We're 10 minutes into the movie, and you know, like, 
all right, we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're going somewhere new. Somebody had an idea that was different, and they're getting to do it. And they did it, baby. This was so good and well, we so our, unexpected. We get our adult reveal of Alexia. Yeah, like a big 20-plus year flash forward, right? Yeah, she's adult now. She's got the... Uh... She's got the great, great mullet. mullet. God, that, that great, hair. like, grown-out mullet. It's kind of the first thing we see. We do this long tracking shot of her in this insane underground okay, car <laughs> s- stripper dancing so, car show. I know... Where do I get to one of these things? I know very little about the touring Western European car show strip club scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get implications that this is it's just a factory filled with some like cars that look like they were drawn from the notebooks of 13-year-old boys. <laughs> yes. It's literally just like, here's this cool Ferrari, but with fire. Mm-hmm. It's like just every bad then, student 14-year-old. Also a woman grinding on it. And it also feels entirely unsexy. It's yeah. that bad lighting odd unsexy appeal of a woman with kind of implants rubbing her butt on the door handle of a of a cool yeah, red car <laughs> it's just it's a weird thing until you see how it could actually be a crazy hot thing <laughs> i thought the filming of alexia introducing this very stupid idea the idea of a car show stripper yes into execution and when you're sitting there in the theater realizing like oh, this is actually art. Mm. This is actually an impressive version of that thing that looked so cheesy and gaudy, like one car over. Those other girls didn't know how to rub their butts down a down a hood. They were half-assing it. Seeing Alexia... Alexia and full asses. We talk about music in film a lot, and this mm. mo- not only do I love the score in this movie, which constantly made me wonder if we were getting, is this a slasher movie? Is this a, yeah. a hugely emotionally... you know? Knew how to swell the strings and it knew how to do the stabbing synths. They had a few choices of original music throughout that I think just nailed every single scene they used in. And the use of the kills, doing it to death. It gave me the Cadillac grinding that I didn't know I wanted to see (laughs) in a movie. Seeing Alexia really do one of these very sexy dances on the dumbest car. (laughs) If you have a Cadillac that has flames on it, you're dumb. That was, you're a dumb guy. That thing looked photoshopped. Yeah, it man. It was so bad. This is not a, a this is a it dumb is, car. In a silly way, but yeah. And seeing how <laughs> captivating this actress, who has done no other movies before, mm-hmm. uh, turned this scene immediately where you're almost suddenly finding yourself surprised that you're into this. Like, I guess I do like this car show strip club thing. I had no idea. It's like... You get the sense that the first guy that discovered that chocolate and peanut butter taste good together <laughs> was like, that's that's a layup. That's a layup. That's a pretty easy mm-hmm. guess. Car show strip club, you know, like a warehouse with a total sausage fest scene. Yeah. Ugh. But I get it now. Now I get it. Now I fully get it. Uh, yeah, she was. She was We're really, a couple of car guys. She was really grinding that hood. Yeah. She is the car grinder stripper. Yeah, and I love that reveal. Thing. Like we see her just walk in and kind of walk around the show, and, and we're like, "Oh yeah, she's into cars. Yeah, she's man. here to watch the show." Uh huh. And then I'm like, "Oh no, she's in the show." We the way she's, we she's keep learning more and show. more about Alexia. I love that kind of way. The whole story does. You know, the whole movie does that with its story. We're getting so many jump forwards throughout this movie that 
they just let us fall into more of the tone of the movie and the shocks that keep coming (laughs) consistently throughout the full runtime of this movie are so effective with her editing and just not seeing this slow explained reveal. Like I said, when I felt like I was constantly catching up Mm -hmm. the first time I saw this, I was because the movie is just on the go. I was too, man. The movie is just takes off and goes from that tracking shot. When she's walking through the crowd, man, you're already asking, who is this chick? (laughs) Like, is she like, she's getting weird looks from people. This is just one of those insane, confident performances. Fearless. Fearless performance. Oh my God. Legit. That sounds such like a silly, overblown no, word, but that's this. The, that's the only way. I, yeah. That's the way to describe it. Again, she was a nobody. This Agatha Roussel. No like credits. This is your debut. She is going to get Best Actress nominations. This is a performance that can't not be talked about. Like, this is crazy. And they love, yeah. the, the awards, Oscars love that kind of story. Film debut stuff. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. That Somalian pirate guy, he's a cab driver. He's in the Oscars. Well, and then when it turns out that Alexia is going to become our serial killer, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is a monster. This is this, Charlize this, Theron. Yeah, man. This is... Uh, Establishing yeah. that your main character is this scared, violent animal who's mm. is a real rug pull. And this whole, you're already seeing this world that I know nothing about, that of the European car show strip club scene. Where you get We're, the autographs. Get the autographs of the strippers. We got Guys autograph are coming collectors. Up, get, it's the autograph hounds at one of these <laughs> things, man. You get And you guys waiting outside the doors for their favorite ones. They know their names. They're all like on a first name. Uh, the one guy's like, I, I uh, met you at the boat show. You s- I was like, we're doing boat shows. Yeah. She does boat shows. Oh, oh yeah. man, how slippery are those things? <laughs> yeah. You remember me from the boat show in Marseille? Like, how big is this circuit? Is this a weekly touring thing? It's like a Ringling Brothers I thing? I think so, man. I know nothing about this scene. And we're big suckers for just introducing a scene. Introducing yeah. a, a big underground scene. Give me like a made-up subculture uh-huh. that everyone is in on. Every time. And knows the secret password to. Yeah, man. I yeah, bite every time. I want to check it out. And so <laughs> immediately it goes into this kind of revenge movie. And this, we don't know really that she's this empty psychopath. We know that she uh, is a really good dancer. <laughs> That's really all we know. We know that, we know that she... Uh, well, uh, we get a shower scene, you know. We don't really know that this woman's empty inside. Mm-hmm. She's talking friendly and easily enough with coworkers, and she's doing her job. Yeah, well. the coworker who wants to make small talk in the shower. You know, you either go all or nothing in the shower. You either eyes the straight French, ahead, or you, or you make fart jokes. <laughs> it's like there's no in between. You can't do one awkward into. It's either a full conversation or so. nobody makes eye you contact. You got to pretend like this. You got to, but you me. need to read the shower before you start riffing. You can't just come in with jokes when the other people aren't. They had a line of women waiting to shower after them. Yeah, like in and out, ladies. You can't do your routine, man. You are in and out. You (laughs) don't even. Not where you're making. You don't even wash legs at that point. You got you. You let the water drift the soap down. Yeah, and so just getting the grease off. You don't immediately again since this movie never is turning out into the thing that you think it's going to be. Right away, I'm thinking this is clearly going to lead to an assault. This is clearly an unsafe, sketchy work environment. Right. This is going to turn into a, a Miss 45 kind of movie mm. or a promising young woman right. kind of thing. Because, yeah, she leaves the place and this guy's following her. Yeah. 
And all Imme- of a sudden, she's, she seems like she's in danger. She is running immediately. This yeah. woman feels like someone who responds correctly to oh. a dangerous scene. And again, it feels like, all right, this woman's going to get assaulted. And then she's going to just, it's going to be female death wish. Mm. And I was here for it. And then this movie will never quite be the thing you're expecting. But you're going to, where it goes is so unexpected. You can't help but be along for this movie. Yeah. It is just captivating. I almost don't want to reveal too much more of the plot. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't want to talk too in depth about kills or the plot. And just, I will say the violence, this is a violent movie. Yeah. You are seeing an empty, depraved person. I like the hints. After you get this first kill of a man who forces himself on her, and she reacts very already weird mm. and already like familiar with this little too, situation. Uh, mechanical, right? But we don't need a big exposition on her backstory or her prequel. It's the opposite of that trend. And I love it for mm. it. We get that one radio report that there's been several killings in the area lately while she's just eating a bowl of beans. Right. Just chilling. And her dad knows. Right? You gotta know God, he knows. I'm I'm it's glad you thing. noticed that. Yeah, the it's... dad's just like looks at the TV. But then they kept then then they set it up to where they kept mentioning this kid who'd been gone for ten years. Right? Yeah, there was a parallel story. And I was like the dad's like looking at that report, looking at her. I'm like, oh man, did, are we gonna find out that she as a child killed this kid ten years ago? Interesting. And uh, no. No. Very but different. she uh, goes on to impersonate that kid. I'll yeah, say that Yeah, I much. did not. So after we oh, see. Oh, and we forgot the car fucking. <laughs> after we. When this woman is. Yeah, like I said, the directions this movie goes and the twists it takes and the shocks that it reveals. None of them are extravagant because some of them are just so unreal mm. that you just know. You're like, I don't know what universe I am in. It is similar to ours, but this can't be a real place with real people. And I love it for this. When she starts, when you learn that she's not just a woman protecting herself, but she might be a woman who's luring people and uh, this is a thing she's doing. And once we see her quick spiral into, it's a lot like a vampire movie that like a modern take on one where you see the more desperation side of the vampire Mm. where their kills are getting sloppier. And, uh, you know, they're too desperate to feed and they haven't got a good one in a while. This is her getting less careful. Right. Vengeance is mine. This guy is a calculated psychopath until the day where he's just like, why am I hiding all this for? I'm just gotta, I'm just gonna do my thing until, Mm. until I'm stopped. And she's getting to that point. She's to the point of like, no right from wrong. Well, she's, she's like there. Break, she's breaking all ties. Yeah, she is burning every single bridge behind her, literally. And you get this. Yeah. She's murdering every person who's ever had contact with her. Yeah, and it's crazy and unexpected. She murders a whole house party. Oh, she gets invited to a house party. That and felt murders like such a house, French scene, right? It's such a. It, it turns into this like yeah da 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 as like these wacky. It's played murders like are kind of a farce. With, yeah. with some of the these grisly stabbings oh. and <laughs> awful kills, where a guy getting a stool the through stool. his throat. Oh, I just remembered the stool through God. the throat. The violence in this movie. Whew. I am not afraid to say, I closed my eyes four different times. There's some first wincing. time I saw. There's a lot tame. of wincing. Yeah. There are self-afflicted abortions. There are eye gougings. There are long bleed-outs. There are painful, Mm. painful scenes. There are nose breakings. 
The nose breaking on the sink was the one that I had to actually. Man, I saw your toes curl in the theater. Man, what? I saw your whole body react to that nose break. Bef- in this, it's a strange uh, thing in the it's theater. It's thirty seconds of having your butt clenched, waiting for that. Yeah, man. you know, we're we're in the theater together. We're the only ones in the theater watching this movie, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we could. Like, I wouldn't have it empty any other way. Theater for our private. But I had my mask on because we're sitting next to each other, and but I've also got my hands up to my face the almost uh-huh. half the movie. That sometimes your whole body recoiled the second you knew what was going to happen, and it was like. Oh man, there's a few movies that do that to me. Mostly Italian movies. Yes, but uh, French movies, I guess, do it too. Because they, man, this one got me. The, as I said earlier, the pain in this movie is so palpable that even when the things that are happening are so unexplainable yeah. and so different than any kind of pain I've ever experienced, they, this actress Agatha Roussel, she, she feels like a a violent problematic person who is self-harming herself these shots to her face when she is injuring her Mm. the work in this movie and the editing to portray this violence so realistically yeah and just i squirmed my way through this movie and just like her body it's one of those where her body kind of deteriorates throughout the movie yeah which is all it's always such a uncomfortable uh, watch for me yeah it's just like woof but when Harsh. we go back after she stabs this assaulter through yeah. the ear with a hairpin in one of the grossest deaths ever, man. This movie made me you know how sometimes you'll see a guy get like a shot to the balls? Like every <laughs> jackass movie and you're just sitting there and your balls are aching because oh. you're seeing Johnny Knoxville just take it. Yeah. That's and like nine times in this movie. Every death in Titan, I am holding my body. <laughs> In anguish, people are getting stabbed through the eye, through the ear, through all these bad parts, through uh, the face. Uh. Woman gets a, has like a, a her hairpin just hanging out of her cheek. Dude, every single death and violent occurrence in this movie, I was like clutching my knees. It yeah. is so palpable. It's this is I get why she was getting these reactions with raw when you heard stories about people throwing up in the mm-hmm. <laughs> in the theater screenings. You know, like. I'm getting it, I man. I see that, yeah. I was so excited when we walked into that theater because we got this movie. A lot of you haven't gotten this movie, but it was showing one time at 4.15 on a weekday. Yep. So we go on a Wednesday or Thursday at 4.15. Nobody else. And I'm like, yeah. We, we might the, have been the only people in, in that, the theater, in right? that yeah. 16 screen yeah, cinema. Yeah, man. <laughs> and because, you know, Titane's going to be playing Roner Park Pacific Cinemas. Yeah. If if any town in America is getting Titane, Roner Park's getting it. You got it. And so I instinctively get excited because I love when we're the only people in a movie. When you and I were the only people in Nobody. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. Kicking my legs the whole time. We're yelling louder than normal. When we were the only people in Rampage, I'm running laps around there. If I could watch, if I could watch, stop making sense alone with just my friends, I would burn 1,000 calories in that place. I would be sprinting laps around that building. There was like a point, like halfway through this movie, where I was like, if I won the lottery, this is what I would do. I would buy. Yeah, man. My own theater this big <laughs> and just watch movies with just, I would just me do and this. like two friends. Titan has the power of you being thankful that you got to be with two I, friends alone in a theater watching this on a weekday afternoon. I do feel like 
kind of lucky to have been able to see this on the big screen because I don't know if this would have been the same experience on the TV or the laptop. No, not yeah. It's because the like you said, the sound design and everything is so intense, it's so engulfing and so and, uh, captivating. I've said, but it just is a movie that you have to accept and get into, and you really have to get into this movie. I would, lo- I cannot wait for these March walkouts. These February <laughs> if it Oscar comes back, season screenings. It yeah, again. we'll be seeing Titan because I am dying to get 25 minutes into this movie when one of the boldest moves in cinema history happens. When that Cadillac, when that Guy Fieri Cadillac <laughs> yes. shoots the ultimate <laughs> shot. <laughs> this dude. Can you imagine being a car? Imagine like the movie Cars 2. All right, I'm there. But imagine if the movie Cars 2 wasn't just a universe where everything's a car. If there was a person and one of the main cars in the movie was like, I think the stripper likes me, guys. <laughs> exactly. You know that woman that she was really grinding. You know that, that woman that's paid to be sexy? I think she means it with me. I think I'm going to do it. And they're like, a car human thing? I mean,. We've only existed since the 20s. Is this a thing that's ever happened before? And then that car just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And lucky for him, he found the one lady he who found is her. into man, it, man. He found her. You know when like the Melendez brothers got married when they were in jail? There's no, somebody no, out there. No. Why would I know <laughs> you that? You know? Women wanted to marry Manson. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, Ted Bundy was getting letters in, in the mail. Oh, sure. People wanting like- to. You know, there's somebody for everybody. And this mm. car, he read the signals right. In a society where we're just growing so far apart, oh, people can't connect. Mm-hmm. People, does my crush like me? I'm, I'm too afraid of rejection. Swipe I can't, left, swipe right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm good at talking to this person online. Do I meet him in real life? That's where we're at now. People are having a harder and harder time to communicate. And this Cadillac moved in he saw that communication is like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it humans are bad at making a move afraid of that rejection unsure whether they have the feelings and this flame-covered cadillac (laughs) went for it he went for it and he revved that engine and it's one of those things where again you're watching it and go well i guess i do like this well i guess i am into deadly seriously when this movie takes it a sex scene so seriously when the cadillac starts popping and locking and jumping up and down with her in the back seat and we actually get graphic this movie just shows enough this car has the fiercest hydraulics but it's like so serious and there's like chorus like remember when we were like uh, remember when we saw history of violence and we saw it at Summerfield where there's always a lot of old people oh, yeah, there. Yeah. And they get to that scene where they're just like, where Vigo is just like banging on the stairs. <laughs> yes. And there are oh, these man. really uncomfortable wooden stairs. <sighs> and Maria Bella's just getting slammed into these like wooden edges. And v- there's just like, they're all over each other, right? Oh, yeah. And just these violent wooden bangings. We are getting, this car is just hopping like it's in... <laughs> Dr. Dre video, man. This car is just 100%. giving it to her. I am. Can you imagine how embarrassed that car would have been if, if it just like bounced a couple times? And <laughs> they just like no, 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 no. <laughs> just sprayed 10W40 everywhere. Like, 
Because you get a lot of... So earlier this year, we watched... Now that thing's a machine, Eric. This He really did it, man. He was a really attentive lover. He wasn't just a two a she, two hydraulic pump. She walked chunk. away satisfied. She walked away obsessed, man. She walked away a little bowleg. Once you go Cadillac, <laughs> you never go back, you never man. Go Cadillac. She, uh, man, I'm glad. Yeah, because if he had like finished really early, he would have had to like back out of the garage. <laughs> like, do I turn my lights off? Is this... Can you uh, hit the door for Can me? You imagine telling your car friends the next day that you actually she said yes, and then you're like, I blew it. I blew it's Amen. I didn't I didn't no way this that guy might gets, be a young car you yeah know, right that could scar him man but <laughs> he nailed it this guy's feet he no he's telling all the boys in the yard he worked like a pro yeah he looked like he had done this before or have or have they done this before and he's like hey babe it's me again I'll we learned so show. little about Alexia for a character that a movie focuses on for two hours these little glimpses that we see and these things that we hear that when we learn this isn't her first murder when we don't know what she did from ages 12 through 32. I assume she killed kids. I think she's <laughs> killed a ton of kids. I think she's probably... She seemed very Fucked familiar with with this car. Yeah, yeah. Not this specific car. This isn't her first car. No, no. And the movie doesn't need to say that. The movie does show her having sex with a different car later. <laughs> so we apl- she does... Uh, when she And that one is a, a more frustrating, like, she's... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that, not a good partner. That gives you the uh, yeah. I love. We that. all have those feelings. We've all <laughs> like cars. We've all fondly uh, been you know nostalgic for a a, a, a woman. Mm. You know, a, a past love. You know, we're old enough now that we we've, sure. we've loved and lost, and uh, mm. you know we have regrets and uh, things that we think about our old relationships, and we can see that Alexia's she has no human interest at all. Oh, cannot no. uh, uh, like barely function around any human but that connection with different cars and that feeling and kind of this idea that she's had past car relationships yeah yeah it's neat oh yeah she's a total sociopath towards other people yeah it's um, such a neat but... thing to be like oh and you're also watching a full ass movie about this person <laughs> you are going to be in the middle of her struggles it's such a line to watch like where <laughs> you this person's awful She's scary. She's, you know, she's a she's an actual monster. Yeah. But you also feel this empathy for her because she is going through this scary, inhuman pain. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's amazing. Did we mention she becomes impregnated that by car the car? That car goes one for one. <laughs> what a... Like you said, that car could be young. And one mistake. Yep. One night babies where he couldn't babies. hold back. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Now yeah, he's got he, does, he does not show up again. This is a deadbeat dad. This car. This guy's gone. He's gone to a. He's gone to a warehouse in Marseille. Exactly. Moving out of town. He's like the circus performer that came through and said, oh, "I'll tour back through in nine months, uh, maybe." And she is going through. Body horror is so effective because our bodies are scary. <laughs> Man, our bodies are scary and weird. And weird. Just weird. They don't seem, yeah. And never more so than during pregnancy. Pregnancy is... I say. Pregnancy <laughs> weirds me out, man. Pregnancy is a thing that I've taken the classes. I understand them fully. I understand the material that I've read. It's weird, though. When a pregnant woman goes swimming, there's just a baby uh-huh. like in her... Like she's a mom submarine. <laughs> and that baby's cool. That baby has no idea, but that mom just can swim and it's fine. That is just weird to me. 
And <laughs> so Love pregnancy it. is always just Love this it. crazy alien thing. And I think that's be- so many uh, effective horror movies are about scary pregnancies like Eraserhead yep. and The Brood yeah. and that kind of anything with eggs, alien. It's alive. That's to- it's alive, man. I get scared by that. And if you go back and listen to all the podcasts we've done about any of those movies, I'm horrified of pregnancy the whole time through it. It captures such a human fear and makes it into its alien weird self, and it's effective. Then you got to take care of it. Then you got to take care of this thing that you don't know what it is. And uh, I spent the whole movie wondering such, if she was going to give birth to it, like, like a, a little truck, Tonka truck. Like a little semi yeah. truck. So, this, once we start getting the hints of her being pregnant with a car baby like her oil stained panties that's oh, a step dude. that's when you know you're in a you're in something that's what's so crazy cuz this movie feels like although it does feel sociopathic all the time with her it feels like this could be like a real story and then she yes. like leaks oil out of her nipples yeah, and man. you're like, oh no, this is not real. It's a constant but it reminder. Feels that, yeah, real it's or a like constant reminder that like, this feels like one of those, you know, it's a Tetsuo story. It's it's the yeah. fly where your body throughout, you know, your because you were too curious and you asked too many questions and pushed humanity too far, you're now going through something that no human has ever gone through before. In the fly, we were able to relate, even though Goldblum was kind of his own clock, you know, in the Mm-hmm. his own closed off person the human side is what makes that movie so so scary and so sad right you're seeing this human against you know knowing that he's knowing he's dead devolving. and he can't stop this right, and right. until it gets too far but seeing a total so it's like if we saw a whole movie of michael myers really just going through some shit i don't know if i'd really be that effective mm-hmm. if michael myers is just in a slump well, yeah. If he's just been like, I've just been watching Martin reruns and like nothing's really vibing with me right now. I haven't killed in nine months. Like, yeah, exactly. But so the, yeah, this- the trick of this movie is giving her this humanity after she's displayed such anti-humanity. She from- burned her parents alive. She <laughs> yeah. murdered an entire house party once she found out that she was pregnant with a car baby. Mm-hmm. She went on an immediate killing spree and then decided to not only burn the evidence, but burn her parents along with the evidence. She is so on the lam that the wanted poster for her just looks <laughs> like her exact mirror wow. driver's license Those photo. Those French sketch artists they are nail good. It. These guys are good. It this is. person must have known this Alexia. It's like Alexia is so famous <laughs> from the car dance circuit that people just know her by sight. It almost seems like a Looney Tunes joke or something. Where it's <laughs> it just was. like it's just like uh, upcoming is a sketch of the person. It's like her just, <laughs> just at a the way they image. look right there. Yeah, so funny. So she is on the lam. She is so busted after murdering her entire family needlessly that. She has to do such a Hail Mary where her only plan is to be as a 32-year-old white woman, (laughs) disguise herself as a 17-year-old brown complexion boy, (laughs) trick the father into believing that you, this 15-year-older-than-that-boy woman, are this son, and cross your fingers behind your back that this dad does not ask for a DNA test. Right. That's a real big corner to back yourself into in life. You're like, all right, my only this shot. Movie is nothing but shooting shots. <laughs> this is a shot and a half, man. This if- is what this is the part of the movie where I 
was so confused. <laughs> yeah, I was catching up for twenty minutes, wondering about wondering what was I was like. Okay, being she's a here. bad person, and then I'm like, okay, they keep bringing up this kid who was ten years old and has been gone for ten years or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, he's like twenty, and the kid in the picture clearly olive toned, dark haired kid. Yeah, dark so olive toned. When kid. she dyes her hair brown and then just shows up, claiming to be that kid. Yeah, I was like, what is? I was like, clearly the dad would not think that this woman. This is a risk. Is his this son? This is a risk. She really like she really Armin Tanzarians her way into this guy's life by just showing up. I don't know that reference either, but I know. she's Skinner, man. She's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Principal oh, Skinner oh, showing up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she wow. Ha- she is in such a corner where she says, "All right." My only chance is disguise myself as a 17-year-old boy. She's got a rack, though, so that's tough. That needs to be taped down on the daily. And she's got this pregnancy that's moving at these incredible rates. Mm. The pain in wrapping this pregnant belly that we got to see in depth, there's no gore. There's nothing like that. We've talked about how Cronenberg kind of must break the brains of the censorship board. Right. Because so much of David Cronenberg's shocking imagery isn't technically what you can't show. Mm-hmm. You know, he finds a way Showing to like a show scar. a Cronenberg knows how to show a lot of penetration without it ever being during a sex scene. Like a lot of yeah. stuff that's like, all right, that feels disgusting, but don't, I can't don't, totally don't explain why, but that finger doesn't go in there. Yeah. And Titan is a lot of things going places where they shouldn't be. And <laughs> that's the same kind of Cronenberg vibe, I feel. It feels like rabid. Yeah. In a good way. And yeah, uh, I agree, yeah. But then it's like such an unexpected shift when this father, Vincent, played yeah. by this veteran French actor, Vincent yeah, Lindon. Great. Another Vincent. This feels... He, he brings her in as his son. And I'm like, is no he in on asked. something? Yeah. But it's one of those where you kind of find out that he's just so grief. He's lost, man. He's been he's been grieving his son for anything. ten years. Yeah, he's the guy whose wife left him because. And you wonder, yeah, yeah, if he knows when, more. When you're when you lose a child, it seems like there's only either you become closer and get determined to move past this as a as a unit, or you guys get farther apart than you've ever been. <laughs> Right. And one person can't get over the grieving, and another person wants to just move on. And that's where he's at. He's been grieving this lost son because, again, he's had no closure. Mm-hmm. We talked about how scary no closure is and how frustrating he is. This movie is about people with no closure that are running away from something with no idea what they're running towards and kind of accidentally finding each other. I really connect with movies about people accidentally finding each other. Yeah, the bond that then gets created between Alexia and Vincent, like was surprisingly emotional after this yeah. opening of just this brutality. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I found myself crying at one point during a <laughs> fireman rave. So Vincent, oh is, my a, God. Vincent yes. is a fireman, brings, uh, brings her in as his son, Adrian. Right. No work, questions asked. To work uh, with the fire crew. And these firemen, they play hard when they were... <laughs> these guys work hard. They cook, they clean, they dance. They dance, man. This is like, I didn't realize French firemen were essentially working in a Sparks factory. This is just some hot stuff coming through. These are like calendar firemen. 
like that you would get in the hottie calendar. Real firemen. hunks. Yeah. Just a stable of hunks. A crop. And what they a love crop. dancing with each other. What a crop. I mean, you ever seen the French <laughs> film Beau Travail? The Claire Denise film? Maybe. It was about the French Legion, right? Okay, then probably not. And a feud between a sergeant and a young cadet. Mm. This movie, Beau Travail, had so much shirtless, gorgeous torsoed young French legionnaires outdoing their training regimen in the sun. Mm-hmm. It was I'm the listening. most powerfully <laughs> sexy thing you have seen. These abs uh-huh. and these biceps in this movie just glistening. And the whole movie is one of these like simmering, uh, you know, sexual tension movies because it's uh, all about uh, a commanding officer, so the dominant versus the submissive. Yeah, it's a very confusingly mo- confusing movie. Uh, that was you remember when I kissed you after we watched Beau Travail? That's the power of Beau Travail. Oh, that's, that's what the that one. Was all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, suddenly did he called me my little legionnaire. Yeah, my legionnaire. <laughs> the French love. I think the French civil services. If you are in some kind of police union or fireman's union, there's mandatory raving. There has to be mandatory raving. You have to dance. These. I, I'm also not much of a nightclub scene. But I think if you're a firefighter in the French countryside, you don't have a choice. <laughs> you're going to dance. It's going to be big. Your shirt is going to be off. Well, and if you don't, they accuse you of being some sort of imposter. <laughs> yeah. It's a real trust exercise. Exactly. you got to fit in with the French you foreign get legion. you got to get down. Especially, it's just like, I guess, you know, I owned an Atari Teenage Riot CD. I understand this German-French aggressive techno that these guys pump their fists to and bump their nipples to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get to see that play out in real time. And and it made me cry a little bit. Brother, you wouldn't believe how emotional <laughs> I felt when they're dancing to Future Islands. Yeah. And it's a father and a daughter and a son dancing together. And it's two people that have felt empty and without a home for maybe their whole lives. And... You don't know who you're going to meet and connect with in a weird, distant way. And man, I was getting emotional during, <laughs> during, a, during a sexy fireman's rave scene, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I'm sitting there. I, I got so excited when I found out we were the only three that were going to be watching that movie together, because then I thought it meant, oh, we can talk through it. We can laugh with each other, and we can make comments to ourselves and point out what we like. And I don't think any of us said a word. For no. two hours. Yeah, yeah. I think we were completely alone. Could have been as noisy and annoying as we want without bothering a soul. And we just sat there, like, shifting with our mouths open the whole time. Just right. being affected by this movie. Just hooked. Yeah, even when it turns into this more it went into this emotional story and, like, the killing kind of stops. And she's hiding out as this son. And you're learning more and more about both of them and his pain. And his past and what she, he's hiding she, from. Oh, you know, she doesn't speak for like an hour of this movie, hiding out as this son, yeah, playing a mute, basically. One of the ways to and not I get love find these, out it's a woman. Yeah, she's that. Her other part of her plan is like, I have no idea what this kid would or should sound like. I'm gonna play it cool by never making noise. Right. So she's already such a red flag, and again, you get that Agnes Skinner sense of this guy being like. Remember your bedroom? Third di- third door down on the left, you know, that he's almost playing along just because he's recognizing somebody wants to be with him. Yeah. It establishes him. He's the fire chief. He's addicted to steroid use. Mm-hmm. 
this body of his, he's got one of these great on-screen 60-year-old man muscular bodies. Give me that Harvey Keitel yeah. muscly old dude bod. Hair Just on the chest. in my face. Hairy chest, clenched you don't butt get, bod. Like, that's what the Marvel movies have done. We don't get the hairy chest anymore. No, man. You need hairy chest. That's Give me Elliot bullshit. Gould lying on a bolster in his bed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and this is such a... So it's, it's appropriate. Uh, the, the director that, again, she got... She was the, only the second female director to win the Palm d'Or after Jane Campion. That's pretty cool. Jane Campion for the piano... Uh, I think the key, Keitel. the women got to make a Harvey Keitel character to catch Khan attention. Then they're right. just, Khan loves nothing more than I, I, like a 60-year-old man just like with a clenched butt, just like close-ups on his butt, just like dancing around all naked in his crack house. Like they will love a 60-year-old man right. who hits the gym. Dances to... Uh... <laughs> Dances this, to the zombies. Yeah, this guy dances while in this punching movie. his daughter, son. <laughs> but if this, if Jane, Cam- this feels like it's kind of appropriate because this feels like a weird, like Jane Campion could have made this movie. Mm. This doesn't feel outside her strengths, and I can just picture Harvey Keitel shooting up needles into his bruised steroid needle butt. I've seen several different Harvey Keitel with needle bruise movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've seen his muscular sinew- sinewy arms filled with needle marks. Obviously, you're going to see that clenched butt. When when Robert Altman made a Popeye movie, mm. and people were like, Olive Oil, the role Shelley Duvall was born to play, any aging muscular man like shooting steroids in his butt or just walking through a kitchen with his dick out <laughs> is just like, man... This is such a Harvey Keitel. Uh, <laughs> this is his specific thing. Harvey Keitel just walking through a kitchen naked to get like an apple. I like to it's think of like, this. Yep. Yeah. Vincent Lindon is the French Harvey Keitel. But it's such a vulnerability that is also the key to oh, all he, these great Harvey Keitel yeah, performances. Vincent is such a nakedly open, <laughs> sad guy. He's trying to fit in with these bodacious hunks. <laughs> these firemen are strapped it is ridiculous what a crop <laughs> these guys and when they do the second dance scene and they're really all shirtless yeah it is like you guys are bringing in ringers here they this is spend the entire uncanny. rainy season just hitting the gym so by the <laughs> time so. it's fire season when it's hot outside it's hot inside <laughs> this station is hot Five alarm. Yeah, man. This is <laughs> these hunks are bad. So and yeah, he's trying to keep up with. He's that. keeping up with these he's guys. Old, but he's uh, yeah. It's this. We're all getting <laughs> old, man. We've all at Not this me. point in our lives no, know. <laughs> we all know at least two people now who have had to wear a walking boot just because they took a step. Like my buddy was in a boot for three months because he walked off a curb. Not even a high wow. curb, just a curb. Yeah, yeah. Navigating a small hill. Is now like, okay, this could be it. <laughs> we're getting there. And this guy is, we see these frustrating workouts. And even though we're not gym hounds uh, with bruised up butts. Yeah. You know, we're old enough now that I get <laughs> needing to keep up. You know, and I get that more and more new people to get hired in my company. I used to be a young guy at my place of work. Now I'm the, <laughs> now I'm right in the middle. Yeah, right. You know, we're all getting older. You're on your and, way. We all have to cope with our newfound uh, lack of skills or <laughs> we're losing something every day and we're gaining new things. And Vincent is not coping well with 
loss in anything. He already lost something out of his control. Mm-hmm. Then he lost his whole family. He's trying to control the few things he has left to control. And that includes... Uh, this movie's filled with just people injecting foreign substances in their bodies to try and cope. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it all is. That's what and it comes down to. Yet I cannot get over... But it was gripping. It how was... gripping it was yeah. to see these people uh, vulnerably, emotionally relating to each other. I found myself forgetting that Alexia was who she was in the beginning of the movie and thinking her yes. of her more as this son it's, who it's, is who is coming out of his shell, her shell. For something that seems so ridiculous, yeah. for her to assume the identity of a person she only knows through one sketch and photograph from years ago where she does not accurately look like her no matter how no, no matter how much she made me buckle my knees breaking her nose over a sink. Uh-huh. Uh by the time we're deep into these two people just trying to navigate each other, I barely think about her as Alexia and just start thinking of her as Adrian. Exactly. Until we're gruesomely reminding, reminded of the pain that she exists in every day to portray Adrian. It's, it happened during Vengeance is Mine when he's living with this prostitute mm. and this woman's been treated bad but she's not a bad person. And this guy is connecting to her in a way where you're finding hope for this character who seemed very lost, very beyond reason, right? not long before. And it's a trick where you're, <laughs> you're sympathizing and empathizing with this actual threat, with this actual thing. And that's kind of human nature. To, we're, we're kind of suckers in a lot of ways. And that's why I think this movie is so easy to connect with even though the material's so outlandish. So, yeah, so bizarre on the surface, and yet relatable. <laughs> and yet the I related to all you, of it. Yeah, the more somehow. and more you're watching it, the more you, you're relating it, or at least identifying or sympathizing or what you know, connecting in some way with these things. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then every other scene, uh, like uh, headlights would start coming out of her belly. Exactly. The metal's <laughs> ripping through her flesh. There's a lot of it picking at wounds and other yeah. stuff that is just aesthetically unpleasing yeah. that we get. As she gets more and more scared throughout her transformation and struggles more and more with trying to fit in as a person that she's already not a super good match for. Mm-hmm. Already exhibiting a lot of uh, sketchy behavior and covering up her identity. Uh, once we fully are beyond hinted at that Vincent is helping keep this ruse up. Once Vincent's actively committing murders for people that ask too many Mm -hmm. questions about who his son is, Mm -hmm. and once his ex-wife returns and immediately is like, well, Vincent is worse than I realized. He's now, he's essentially the person still keeping, he's Norman Bates. Yeah, no one Keeping a total, like... uh, No one else in the movie is buying Alexia's trick here. Everybody is realizing the chief is going insane. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's snapped. And <laughs> he's so sincere, though, in that really scary, uh, overly, like, I'll kill myself if I ever hurt you <laughs> kind of way. Like, no, only cops say that to their stepkids. Yeah, right. That's uh, Vincent's uh, a dancing cop. He's a hot cop. <laughs> he doesn't scare his kids with those things. But this movie, you know, tricks you and shows you that Maybe somebody does deserve a fresh start after murdering a dozen people and burning their parents alive. You know, hey, we're all just trying to exist on this big rock, right? Well, you see her get scared at the end, finally. 
and become vulnerable after being so closed off. It's an important emotional payoff. So I think to see her transformation, and it's like we want to see that. You know, we've been wanting to see her. I feel, or I did. I don't know. These are people without closure who you actively want them to have closure. Monsters even deserve some kind of closure, (laughs) some kind of you know, like thank God it's over. Mm And these people are in pain. And she is, I don't know where any of it's going. I never, at a certain point, you give up trying to predict what's going to happen. Right. Other than in the back of the heads, all of us expecting some kind of Hot Wheels to pop out of <laughs> exactly. her vagina. Still just waiting. What's I, it going to be? The movie had shown me so much. <laughs> the movie shows a lot. The movie gets graphic sure. in, in ways that no other movie gets graphic. We've seen movies approach these kind of circumstance for it but this is a specific kind of gross graphic that again octogenarians are all going to see come february at their their local cinema (laughs) um we're going to get like a feature on this the oscars like billy crystal is going to make a joke about an abortion from a car (laughs) like that's going to happen that's our future three months from now (laughs) and there's going to be so many jokes about car fucking it's going to be unbearable it's going to be awful everybody's going to get their get their take on it but this movie is special. This movie takes the most ridiculous premise and the most turnoff of a premise to make something actually beautiful and tender and moving. Yeah, but yeah, but despite all we've said uh, to the contrary that might mean uh, make you believe that, I love this movie. I love this film. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And uh Really moving. It's gonna talk. Everybody's really, gonna be talking about this movie and this really transformation. Really shook me at certain times and grossed me out at certain times and made me just <laughs> scratch my head in disbelief at certain <laughs> times. But when you get to the final moments and you, it was such an emotional. Just like, yeah, I loved it. This I loved it. Alexia had spent, as we established that the first scene of this movie is this child and parent who could not be getting less along Mm -hmm. these people hate each other these people loathe each other's existence they hate that they have to be connected then we cut forward 20 plus years this woman's in her early 30s and she's never connected with anybody and even though we've seen the horror that she's wrought when we see her connect with something it's kind of amazing. Yeah. It's a person connecting in unexpected ways. And you can tell she's fighting it. <laughs> exactly. I love the way the actress played scared of her kind of falling for this. And that one great scene of her almost killing Vincent. Mm-hmm. And everything in her body was telling her. And this is the first time in her life that you could tell she's actually feeling something. We get a couple glimpses into her adult relationship with her parents, who she still lives at home. Right, she right, works right. the car show circuit. She lives at home. Her her dad is just as cold now as he was 20 years ago. Yeah, no. She They're finally, barely related to each other, and this is her finding yeah, that person she, in her life that she's never had. She finds that guardian. Uh, he finds someone who he who needs him. Who needs him. He's um, outright. It's good stuff. Sometimes we all have things we need in life, and some people that communicate that, it's hard to sometimes just say what you want or what you need. Mm-hmm. it's sometimes hard for people to reflect on what they actually need and what would be best for them. And Vincent's better th- at that. And he kind of takes her and shows her that it's okay to say that. And it's okay to say, I take care of you. You don't take care of me. Right. Like to outline exactly how you feel about them and what you're okay with that acceptance. So he's in a lot of ways about acceptance 
I'm not condoning what she did. I personally <laughs> disagree with brutal outright right. murders. It's also made up. And <laughs> we all need acceptance in various parts of our life. And seeing these two find acceptance mm. from this unexpected place, it's hard not to connect with, no matter how unrealistic everything you've seen has been. But it had me. Whole way it had me. And we don't get a Hot Wheels coming. So they no, had no, I, I think, yeah, we... They had shown so much <laughs> and gotten so many gross-out moments in this movie and so many things. Gosh, the abortion scene. That had me just just curling up in Not, my chair. Yeah, Awful. Not the nose-breaking scene maybe even worse. And so this movie's already shown stuff. Even though sometimes they didn't show it, sometimes they show more. I'm fully waiting for just a close-up shot of a vagina with, like, a car driving out of it. I'm like, they're going to do it. They're saving it for the last two minutes of this movie. They're going to show it. And I really like what they went with yeah. <laughs> a lot more than my stupidity. Yeah, you got to go see it to see what they did. And it just left me so happy just watching it with you guys, our own private screening on a, on a weird time, <laughs> in a weird movie that nobody else in the country is getting to see. We'll never get that again, that's for sure. That's that's a special movie moment. I'm really glad I got to see this movie. It it touched me in uh, in an unexpected way. Yeah. And uh, next time you're washing your car, <laughs> next time you're filling up that tank, you know? Right. Next time you're easing up on those brakes, be a little nicer to that guy, you know? Yeah. This, this movie's just about acceptance, and it's a beautiful thing in a shiny, ugly, bloody, splattery package came to this oh man this specific thing it did come to this this. yeah check it out see it when you get the chance you said it's coming to streaming soon yeah wait for it it's gonna be everywhere in two months you're gonna be tired of hearing about the sickness of this movie let's do it yeah 2022 parasite (laughs) i'm eric i'm charlie thank you for listening thank you good night